1: finished. Success Go take care of your just Hey, what's up everybody? This is Chip
0: Baker coming to you with another episode of the Success Chronicles. And today we're here with Mr. Gannon Baker. Great guy doing some really neat things currently in Florida, but originally from uh Virginia. And so thankful to have him on uh this episode. So first off, thanks so much for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles.
1: Well, Chip, anytime that I'm con you know, contacted by uh an an you know, a program labeled the Success Chronicles, <laughs> man, I-, I wanna be, you know, whether I'm successful or not, just being on that program makes me sound like I'm the man and I have <laughs> had success. So um, that's the first. And the second is, man, I mean, anytime that I can share my pain and, and share my triumphs with people, I'm all for it. So thanks for having me. Thanks for trusting me.
0: Yes, sir. Well, <laughs> man, man. two words in response to that. Let's go.
1: <laughs> Let's go, man. You know, I'm, I'm old school. I'm, I'm, I'm 47, almost 48. And, you know, I grew up on Arsenio Hall at night. So yeah, yeah. I, never forget, man, he had a long-lasting show. He would always say at, at the start, let's get busy and roll the finger. So some of the, OGs, some of the OGs out there might appreciate that. Let's go. Yeah,
0: man, let's go. Well, if you don't mind, talk to us about your life story and uh, track your story till now.
1: Well, you know, imagine this, man, uh, a boy, a ball, a dream. But, you know, it's, it's not the typical Indiana, Midwestern, you know. I mean, I, I was a white guy that um, – Everybody told me to play the baseball, the swimming, the soccer, you know, the, the predominantly, you know, white sports. Uh, and, and I love basketball. And I love basketball to the point where I want to go to the NBA. I wanted to yeah. play at the highest level. Um, I'm from Hampton, Virginia. So Hampton High School was the school you. of schools, yeah. not only in, in, in football and basketball in the state of Virginia, but, you know, they, they were a great football program all over the country. And so um, my dad literally dropped me off when I, when I decided at the age of 12, hey, look, man, I, w- I want to do basketball for life. He's like, you're not ready, and here's how you get ready. So he dropped me off at the boys' club. Um, you and I talked about it earlier before the show. I was the only white guy there, so I had to earn respect. I had to earn recognition. I had to earn the right to play. I had to earn the right to, to get the ball. Uh, I got criticized for not being – very good. Uh, you could almost say bullied, but it was just the way of the the streetball culture. And, mm-hmm. you know, fast forward, I uh, watched the Rocky movies. Uh, I, I watched, uh, you know, anything that I could to motivate me. I woke up at 530. I ate what I need to eat. I was yes, sir. No, sir. Whatever it took to get on the basketball court and be eligible, I did not because I love school, not because, man, I, you know, respecting your parents is the right thing to do. I just was obsessed with basketball and my goals. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, you know, ran, I ran through many obstacles, but eventually ended up winning the state championship. Uh, my senior year, runner-up state championship, 31 Division One offers. As a six-foot player, that's just unheard of. I mean, the odds of a six-foot player playing Division One is like, you know, 0.1%. Point, point uh and you know it is it, it, it just doesn't, doesn't happen and so uh that that helped me same thing in college man was a freshman on a all junior senior team i was supposed to lead them they weren't listening to me only white dude uh had had battles there with you know cuz i was the coach's boy i i did everything the coach wanted me to do i would tell guys they would say shut up man uh, you know and and so it was, it was a It was a lesson in leadership. It was a lesson in connection. It was a lesson in uh, dealing with uh, diversity and inclusion and and all that. And so I I made the all-rookie team at Duquesne University, had the chance to play against John Calipari's UMass, John Chaney's Temple, two of the greatest coaches that I've ever played against. Uh, Our coach ended up getting fired. We had a good team, but we we weren't gelling. And uh, played there two years, transferred to UNC Wilmington, ended up starting there. Uh, winning a, a conference leadership best leader in point guard in the league uh, the Dean Ellers leadership award my senior year we ended up winning the, we ended up winning the league, although unfortunately we lost in the uh you know fine, uh, first round ended up being a college coach after that coached in college division one division two for five years didn't really get enough court time and, and, and development time with players because of recruiting and NCAA rules. So in uh, the year 2000, uh, I started my own training business, and it was actually uh, during my professional career because I went to Iceland, Mm -hmm. right, and played professionally. And so to make a little extra money during the summer, I uh, started my training business called Shake and Bake Basketball. And, uh, you know, did that. Uh, After about uh, uh, a year doing that, came back from Iceland playing, uh, tore my tibial tendon, so I literally couldn't play for another year. So I really, really zoned in on my business. And uh, finally got healthy, decided to play one more year. Had a tryout with the Denver Nuggets. So the year 2002, I uh, tried out for the Denver Nuggets rookie team, shattered my knuckle, got cut. And that was God's, God's way of saying, you know what? You might want to look at this player development coach thing. And so since, you know, the year 2001 up until the present, I've been doing it full time, been to 48 countries, five continents, 47 states in the United States, been able to be on the court with and work out with guys like Ray Allen, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, Mari Stoudemire, Tyson Chandler, Maya Moore, you name it. Uh, I've spoken on every level, done clinics, junior national teams. And I have a business in China that I'm 49% owner of. And uh, one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my life is the present and be stuck at home and not ha- not have work, not have work for yeah. four months. And uh, maybe this is one of the reasons is because I needed to share my story with you. So thanks for letting me share.
0: Man, such a great story. And it's it's, it's really cool how we can take our experiences and, uh, you know, take the lessons from those and use those to be a blessing to others.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I, you know, one of the things that I've done the last 10 years is mentor. Yeah. And, a, and, and everybody needs a coach. Everybody needs a mentor. A mentor, by definition, is a man or a woman, right? A, a man to tour your life, to literally go through your life physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and socially, and say, here's some good, here's some things you need to work on. You might want to think about this just to make you aware and are very transparent to basically take your mind and body to a place that's never been to get you ready for the battle and the victories ahead. And and I've been doing a ton of that uh, with players and coaches Using, it's life, right? Using basketball yeah. as the platform, yep. but helping these young, most of his young men. Yeah. Helping these young, young men, these young adults, go into life and, and win at life. Be successful at life. Be what I call, I got this from one of my friends, Kevin Sutton, assistant coach at University of Rhode Island. He's another guy that you should interview. Mm-hmm. He calls it a, li- a living trophy. You want. you want to create whatever, whatever platform you have. You know, Chip, you're a teacher in school, you know, lawyer, president of the United States, soccer coach, basketball. You use your platform as a tool to help these kids win at life and win every day, right? Mm-hmm. They're a living trophy. They go out every day and they win the day. They win the relationship. They win the family. They win the community. And, you know, Ray Allen is, is, is a living trophy. He's doing that with his NBA platform. Yeah. Uh, just in his example, Maya Moore recently got got that guy uh, off, got him out of jail early, right? Uh, for for a you know a crime he, he didn't commit. So like people like that using their platform and popularity to have to bring power to communities, and that's you know that's that's what I enjoy doing now as well as is you know train physically basketball players and coaches.
0: It's good stuff, man. Well, what are three things uh, that you've accomplished in your life that you're proud of?
1: Well, number one, I uh, I went as far as I could uh, with my schooling. I got a master's. Obviously, I could go a few more years and get a doctorate, but um, you know, I'm I'm an educated uh, I'm an educated man. Now, you might say, well, Ganda, you don't need a a school degree to to be successful in life. And my answer is, yeah, you don't, but it ain't going to hurt you. And it's, and it's not, and it's not the destination. It's not that degree. It's not those grades. That's just part of it. It's the journey. I
0: mean, I
1: learned, you know I mean? I learned so many, uh, lessons relationally, you know, problem solving, emotionally, uh, mentally in my journey of school, you know, Mm -hmm. diversity, how to deal with people that are different than you, how to solve problems. How to manage time, how to figure it out when the teacher is not really passionate and, and doesn't really care about you how to get motivated by a teacher that really cares about you yeah. uh, a teacher that has higher expectations and yeah you. like I learned I learned how to teach and connect come on uh, through through schooling and yeah. education so um, I, i'm I'm most proud of that and, and you know what the world will give you a parachute if you fail in business or entrepreneurship if you have an an educational degree so i have a master's in in kinesiology i have an undergrad in math so right now i could go teach and coach in college or high school I and mean, we're usually any subject right uh but my, my my specialization is kinesiology physical education and math and so that's that that's something i'm proud of and something that i think every young person should try to do i'm um, not saying that hey out of high school you can go to a trade school you can, that, that's cool I'm just saying, if you have the opportunity to, uh, it's not a bad thing. It really helped me. Number two, um, being married, you know, uh, committing to my marriage. My, my wife and I have been married uh, for 10 years, been, you know, together for 13. Um, you know, unfortunately, I went through a divorce early in my career. I, I was married and got divorced after eight years. That bothered me. Yeah, That bothered me. A uh, majority of it was my fault. And that, that's probably one of the most painful things I've ever been through. Cause I hurt families. I hurt, I hurt loved ones. Uh didn't have any kids um in that marriage, but I got remarried. didn't want to get remarried, got remarried again. And I, I you know, maybe it's because I went through the pain, but I understand now how important that commitment is, how important that synergy is, how important that, that God's covenant is. And I'm proud to say that right now, man, we're, we're on top of the world like we're making it we're not even thinking talking about quitting we never do um and we and we have three beautiful kids mm-hmm. that they excite me more than training a kevin durant they excite me more than some of the nba and ncaa coaching offers that i might get from time to time you know i have more passion about them than my first love of basketball yeah. so I, I, I'm, I'm happy about that. I'm really proud about that. It's a gift from God. And the third thing is, man, I'm one of the few out there. I don't know the percentages. I've read over 50%. I've read up to 70% of people don't enjoy what they do for a living. Hmm. And, and I actually have an agape love for what I do. Agape is the deepest kind of love you can have. It's unconditional. It's the love I have for my kids and wife. Have that same kind of love for uh, coaching basketball and coaching people because I look at basketball. Yes, yeah, so you want to teach them how to win. You want to win the championship. You want them to make the team. You want yeah. them to score 30, 40 points. You want them to be great at what they do. But I look at my job as, man, I'm making that kid's life better. I'm yeah. teaching them about energy. I'm teaching them about passion. I'm teaching them about racism. I'm teaching them uh, about poverty. I'm teaching them about fear. Like those, those are my three non-negotiables. When I coach, I want to break the poverty in your life. I want to break break the racism in your life, and I want to break the fear in your life. Like that's mm-hmm. and and if you and if you break those three things on the court, man, you got a Kobe Bryant, man.
0: Hmm. I love it, man. I love it. That's some real stuff right there.
1: <laughs> it is, man. It, I think I think what makes you happy is number one, you're doing something that's real and you're living the truth and you're speaking the truth. And number two, you grow and mm. you get better. And, and I, I, man, you know, am I real all the time? I, I don't know. Probably, I, I probably fluff sometimes, but you know what? I, I'm really trying to, uh, and I've done this for for all my life, man. I really try to be transparent. I really try to be genuine. I really try to speak my mind, but never want to disrespect the person's right. spirit. Yeah, Right. I don't want to disrespect you, you as a person but I want to praise right or challenge wrong. Mm-hmm. That's all, man. That's all. And I think this world needs more honor and respect, man, for authority. And that's one of the hardest things about coaching nowadays is that these kids uh, have little respect for authority. And you're seeing that now with the virus, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. These young kids, right? But again, Chip, that's their nature, right? I'm not shocked or disappointed, you know, cause that's their nature. That's who they are. Right so you gotta you gotta meet them where they're at and, and and continue to take small bites of the apple right when you're teaching them and be patient, tolerant, and hopefully the seeds that you plant in them um, will you know be fruitful uh, later on in life.
0: yeah, well, well, let's hit on success. I know you you know uh, heard your story, you talked your story, and you talked about some principles and things that you're proud of and you know how you operate. And I would yes, consider sure. all of that to be hugely successful. Uh, what's your definition of success?
1: You know, that's a great question. Uh, uh, it's definitely not what the world thinks. Yeah. Um, you know, it's definitely not what the media portrays out there. You know, to me, success is number one. Making sure that you're fulfilling your purpose, and I mm. know that's deep and cliche-ish, but uh, I mean, whether you believe in God or not. What, what, do you, what do you think your biggest strength is on this earth? What do you think that you love to do on this earth and how is it helping other people? Like if, if if you're doing something you love and you're good at it and it brings value to other people, that's success. And in my industry, unfortunately, coaches are measured by how many wins they have, how many professional players they have. And how popped in the players, you know, how many stats, how big their stats are and how many followers they have on social media. Are they popular and are they powerful? That's how my industry determines success. Mm -hmm. And that is true. That gets you a platform. That gets you some attention, but you'll never have peace and you'll never have joy unless you're giving, unless you're sharing unless you're making an impact, unless you're making a difference. You know, it's funny to me, Chip, people uh, define success now, uh, you know, in in my industry is is the influencers. Oh, man, you know, let's let's go, for example, um, James Harden. Oh, man, he's an influencer. He's an influencer. Okay, yeah, he influences people to buy. But – and I don't know James. I I met him a few times, got on the court with him when he was at Arizona State because – he opened the gym up for myself and Mari Stoudemire. Um, so I don't I don't know him personally. I, I'm just using his example. I know he's I know he's probably the most popular player in China. We get mm-hmm. tons of questions asked about him. Uh, you know I, I like his game. Works hard. I'm just saying, does, is he impacted? I don't know. I don't know. But if I was his mentor, if I was close to him, I am. I, you better believe I'm in his ear. Hey man. What do you think about this cause? Whatever his cause is, whether it's depression or feeding the homeless, whatever, like that's to me, true success is are, are you um, in God's will? Are you in your purpose? Are you good at it? Do you love it? And is it helping your community? Is it helping change people's lives for the better?
0: Yeah. Love it, man. Well, before we get off, if you don't mind sharing with the audience they can go follow you and check you out and show you some love.
1: Oh, man, you know, I always need love, man. (laughs) Words words of affirmation, you know, is my love language. Uh, Physical touch is my love love language. So, man, I appreciate that. Uh, You know, not to be arrogant, but if you just Google me, Gannon, G-A-N-O-N, Baker. B-A-K-E-R, my website will come up. I have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, WeChat. Uh, We have a great mentorship program, it's free. We do Zoom calls twice a month, uh, and we talk about life and basketball. If you're a basketball coach or a leader or a basketball skills trainer, you know, we, we, we share strategies all the time of, of how to be better, how to be how to be prosperous and consistent. So, I uh, I appreciate that.
0: Yes, sir. Well, again, I want to say thanks so much for taking the time to interview with the Success Chronicles. And I wish you continued success.
1: Chip, I wish you success, man. Thanks for your time. It was a lot of fun. All
0: right. Well, thank you guys for checking out this episode.
1: We'll see you next time. God bless. Go get it.